Podcast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of HearthCast by calling 321-558-7637, emailing contribute at HearthCast.com, following HearthCast on Twitter, or texting the show at 772-672-7423. And now... From the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast.com. Welcome to episode number 45 of HearthCast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player recorder for you. On September 29, 2010, with your host, Root. And Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about epic wins. Epic wins! And the World of Warcraft. Wow. Those moments that just make the whole game worth it. Absolutely. We're also going to do add-on of the week. Which we haven't done in a long time. Yep. And Root's auction house tip. Which we did last week. And every week. Would like to give a quick shout-out to all of our guildmates over on Whisperwind. Uh, that'd be the members of the Titan Warriors, Alf and... If there's anybody left in Legionnaires besides me, uh, then hello to them. Also, a quick shout out to my buddy, the Mighty Grom, who just transferred over. He transferred over his 80 Hunter. So, welcome over there to uh, Whisperwind as well, buddy. Quick thank you to Taverncraft for their awesome Steins swag dog, which, of course, I am wearing my Hearthcast Hearthcast <laughs> swag dog t shirt. I haven't had a Hearthcat yet in my life. Uh, Nebula over at Beach 365 and of course BeachOut.com. And also, we give a shout out to Jennifer. Now, Jennifer made a tune on our server over on Whisperwind, right. first of all. And we started chatting and eventually we added each other as real ID friends. Yeah, I remember. And then her. later as Facebook friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and she also had an idea for a show, which we may do if we get enough input. Which she was thinking about, what if we did a show about what's the best class for each type of role? Oh, like what? who would make the best healer, who makes right. the best... Oh, okay. Now she was saying that she has a Druid tank, and even though people kind of hate on that right now... Is that what a Boomkin is? No. Oh. It's a bear. Oh. Bear's a tank. What's a Boomkin? Boomkin is DPS. Oh, okay. Tree is healer. Yeah. So anyways, I don't know that between you and I we know enough about that to make a whole show... Yeah. So we can do an episode on it if we get... Like a round table? A round table or if we get enough people Twitter in or write us Twitter. in and give us their feedback. On Twitter. Um, also to Me So Horty on Skull Ooh, Crusher. What was that? Me So Horty. Oh, Horty. Oh, okay, sorry. Over on Skull Crusher who <laughs> let us know that our uh, iTunes feed is broken. Yeah, that's fixed. That was my fault. I had uh, some illegal characters in one part of the feed. Illegal? They're yeah. going to arrest you? They might. Uh-oh. The the iTunes feed police might come knocking on my door. The popo. The popo. iTunes popo. iTunes popo. Might come knocking on my door and be like, hey man, you have illegal characters in your feed. So... Anyhow, that's fixed, but thank you for letting us know, um, Miso Hordy. I'm going to guess he plays a horde. What's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Oh, lots of stuff this week, Brute. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Like what? Okay, like I'm doing the Brewfest boss Yeah. three times a day. So. How are you doing them three times a day? Well, I got Janiqua, I got Vanilla, and I got Freckleface. Okay. So, All right. three characters, three times the loot. Three times the, the, the loot. And, go ahead. And Janiqua, um No, I don't know about Janiqua. I don't know why about because I, I want to know about the loot that you got from. Oh, I didn't get anything particularly new. Well, oh yes, you. I did. got the remote. No. What? From the Brewfest. Oh, boss. I got the Kodo mount. Yeah. <laughs> I got that for Janiqua. You know what? I actually don't know if I like it because the thing wobbles to the side when it runs. <laughs> you it's, don't like it because it, it wobbles. Kind of makes me nauseate a little bit to follow it. My whole screen wobbles. <laughs> you don't like it because it wobbles. No, I'll still use it. It's cool. Yeah. Huh? Um, but, you know, last week I had said I figured she'd be 80 by now because I was loving so fast. Right. But I decided I didn't want to ding too fast. Dinging too fast can be bad sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hold it out a little bit longer. Yeah. Premature dingulation is, is a bad thing. That's a bad thing. So I parked her in the inn in the Argent Tournament. 
Okay. So basically just been logging on once a day doing the holiday boss and doing a little tournament quest that's right there in the area without okay. leaving. Is that like the one where you got to jump on the horse and yeah. with the joust? Yeah, with the joust. I hated those. You, I still hate those. I like those. those. Um, but something else interesting happened to me when I was in Dalaran on Janiqua. What happened? I was in the inn. Okay, which one? Uh, the Ledger Domain. All right. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> it's the one across the street from the wine shop. Okay. Yeah. Not the one where they give you the cooking quest. I don't I don't cook. So Okay, well it's not the Alliance Inn, it's not the Horde Inn, it's the one in the middle. All right. That both can go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Okay, so I was hanging out in there and then all of a sudden I turned into a sheep. A sheep? A sheep. <laughs> exactly. It was so strange and I looked at my buff bar and it said I had been mana bonked. Mana bonked? Yeah, that's what the buff said. <laughs> You've been mana I saw this little no mage kind of pop out and then laugh and then disappear. <laughs> I was like, what, what the? in the world? So I ended up looking up the spell. And apparently there is an NPC in Dalaran that will randomly come out and turn you into a sheet. What? Yeah. <laughs> I never encountered this before in my life. <laughs> And then someone said, oh, yeah, you get mail from him. And I had already logged out. I was like, what? That's crazy. So log back in. And sure enough, he had sent me a wand in the mail that will let me turn somebody else into a sheep. How many times? One time. And only oh. a dollar in. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's, it was a pretty little neat little, what you call it, Easter egg there. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, about a week later, I thought I saw him. I saw a gnome-looking person kind of going, kind of the stealthy mode. And then I, then they vanished. But they were hanging behind the counter. So I think that might have been him again because it's in the same area. Mm, I wonder if he's got like a zones he hangs out in. Yeah, well, he just shows up anywhere in Dalaran. I looked up on my head and listened to people's comments. And sometimes he's by the portals. He'll come yeah. and bonk you. And <laughs> Random bonking. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's that's cool. That's cool. So what have, have you, you been doing? Have you used your wand in anybody oh. yet? No, I'm I'm holding it. You're I'm saving, holding on? I'm saving it for the, op- for the ideal opportunity. Uh, now is it cross? Do you know if it's cross faction? Can you go turn a horde? I believe it is. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think you can actually use it on the NPCs and the critters and Dalaran too. <laughs> you know what? How long does it last? Just a few seconds. Oh, I was thinking because yeah. if it lasts like thirty seconds, I'd put on like, like one of the brigadier generals or whoever. Oh yeah. Like he's about to, you know, or some guy like who's a vent. Well, I guess you could still utilize their, whatever's, you know. That'd be funny. But once I use it, it's gone. So I yeah, don't know. One charge. I know. That's it. So. So. But it was fun. I liked it. That is cool. So what's been going on with you? Um, Been doing a lot of Brewfest stuff. Brewfest. That's your type of holiday, isn't it? It is my, you know, yeah, it is my type of holiday. Yeah. You got my stein. That's right. And uh, I'm now a uh, brewmaster. Nice. Brewmaster root. Yeah. In the game. Nice. I'm also a brewmaster on the outside. I have a, a certificate from Anheuser-Busch that says I'm a brewmaster. Oh, does it mean you make moonshine? No. What does it mean? It means I'm a brewmaster. What does that mean? I can make beer. You make moonshine beer? No. You make real beer? Yeah. Wait, what's the difference? Moonshine's like grain alcohol. Beer is beer. I thought moonshine just meant you made it by yourself. Like it's no. homemade alcohol. That's not what moonshine no. is? Oh. No. I bet it's disgusting. No. It's not? You had moonshine? Yeah. Put hair on your chest. Well, yeah. That's not my type <laughs> of drink. <laughs> my sister also, by the way, works for Anheuser-Busch over in Colorado. So I get some... She's your brewmistress? No, she's my sister. I said she's a brewmistress. Oh, I thought you said she's your brewmistress. No, that's kind of weird. No, but she sends me all kinds of cool Budweiser apparel. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, um... I haven't gotten any kind of loot off the bosses yet. No. No. Are you getting the frost emblems? Yeah, I'm getting my frost emblems off the boss. That's about it. That's it. That's it. But I am also now an official member of the Brew of the Month Club. Nice. So. Now, I just got my achievement for Brew of the Year on Freckleface, which means I've... You've done it for one once a month for 12 months. Yeah, for 12 months. Sampled all of them. What do you get then? You just get the achievement. You don't get a cool stein or anything? No. Oh. You got me a stein one time on one of my tunes. It was like Mug O Hurt. That's true. That was cool. But yeah, you'll have fun with that. You have to 
You have to start telling us about the different alcohols that you get us in the mail. Ah, because yes, we do will. different stuff. Yeah, I'll have to keep everybody in the loop. Yeah, and one thing you have to remember is they send you usually one in the mail, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes several. Um, you have to consume several to get the actual buff or whatever it does. Ooh. So okay. you have to make sure you go to Iron Forge and buy more of it. Yeah, I know the the chick there by the um, innkeeper. Innkeeper. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's what got me interested in the brew the month club to begin with because it was something I couldn't get. Yeah, that's how you work. That's right. You want what you can't have. Anyhow, uh, Fat Wallet. Yeah, I've like this week I've been having problems with the remote auction house. Oh no, and, what kind of problems? Well, like uh, on the iPod Touch. And it'll be like, I'll log in, I'll try to do something, and it'll say, it's like it doesn't realize that I have the authenticator installed and ask for the, it wants me to authenticate. Well, I can't because I ain't got the number because it's on the authentic. So I haven't had any kind of uh, time or inclination to really kind of dig into that. Oh. So What do you need to do, call Blizzard or something? I don't know. Okay. It, I noticed the other day that there's some, this is like my app store says there's updates to do. Maybe they're them. I don't know. Maybe they're them. Okay. Yeah. I've just been lazy on that. I do know that I sold a bunch of stuff with uh, with uh, a fat wallet. Because now I'm able to, like, send him mats from Root, you know? Oh, right. And so stuff, like, is kind of fun now. Because it's, you know, every day's three, four, five hundred gold days. Yeah. So. I still make about a thousand a week. It's, I mean, this stuff, I mean, we're going to talk about a pretty interesting tip today on the auction house tip. Okay. And um, you'll, you'll get more information uh, on, on what we're doing with um, with that because it's something I'm actually doing with with Fat Wallet, and uh, it'll prove to be really cool. Controversial, thought provoking, game changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So root. Yes. You know, last week we talked about the 10, ten dumbest things in WoW. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people are just getting that episode like now. Right. Because <laughs> of my feed foobar. Right now everyone's in limbo, waiting for the new content to come out, wondering what it's going to be, not sure what's going to be obsolete and what's not going to be obsolete. Right. And so that's a little bit of the reason why we're going a little bit of the lighter side of the content lately. Yeah. Because there's still some things about WoW which will never change. Right, like the name of the game. So today we just want to talk about those moments that just make you happy. Yeah. Just make it all worth it. Like when I actually log in. Yeah, when I actually log in. Oh, that feeling. All right, so the first one Mm. is always a happy moment. All right. When you get a lucky drop that you weren't farming for. Ooh. I'll give you an example. I will never forget when I looted the Orba transformation. Okay. It was over one of the Burning Crusade continents, one of the Outland continents. I believe it was Netherstorm. Right. I just got it out of a random box. I just picked it up out of the ground. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, and I knew at that time that I could get, you know, a thousand, two thousand gold for it, which back then that would have been a lot more for me than it is right. for me now. Right. And, you know, it was just, it was no question in my mind that I was going to keep it. And what's that do? Well, it's a trinket. And when you use it for five minutes, it transforms your appearance to be one of the opposite faction. So you have to use it for five minutes? like, yeah. or, or it changes you into somebody for five minutes? No, you use it like uh, like any use on a trinket. You just click on it, the effect lasts for five minutes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Now, what it does depends on your actual race. For example, when I, I have three, I've had three of them now. When I use it on my gnome, I turn into a tauren. Same Ooh. gender. When I use it on my drain eye, I turn into a blood elf. I can see the connection there. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> well, it's just like the random pairings. Right. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah, it's the same thing if you were to switch factions, how all your rep transfers to the... Oh. Like, you got five different races, but they all correspond with an, they all pair up. To another. Yeah, yeah. to another makes sense. opposite race. People gasp at me when I use it, and I just turn in from a little gnome into a gigantic torrent. And then yeah, that would be scary. And they're dancing. Yeah. yeah. I wish it had more of a effect in PvP. So, like, they could, they would think you were on their their side? I wish they would, but people don't, like, look at you close enough. They just see the red, and they go for the red. Right. So. Right. So or that. they just tab target. 
That's true. Have you ever looted anything like that that just made you happy? Um, not that I can think of. I mean, I've been in situations where I've gone into dungeons and saying, like, I want, you know, hey, you know, if, if like, this particular, I think it was a wand that, that dropped off of a boss or something. I said, if it drops, I, I really want it. And I was the only guy in the group that could actually use it. It was a guild run, mm-hmm. and it dropped. Nice. So that I mean, it's the same. It's almost the same thing, except I was really hoping for it as opposed to getting that special kind of gift. Yeah. But it's still kind of cool when you get a good drop. Oh yeah, it's still it always is. A thing that I consider like an epic win in the game is when you save your group by being the last one alive and downing the boss or the mob or whatever has like almost wiped out the entire group. Oh, that's awesome. Especially for a warlock. You know? oh, yeah. If you're a tank or something, then yeah, it's still it's still cool. But when you're not expected to be the person to to save the day, then then it's really cool. Now, see, as a rogue, I always have the instinct to vanish when things get tough. Right. I don't care if everyone else dies. I'm not gonna die. <laughs> gonna I'm gonna vanish and, and I'm gonna run. He's like later. <laughs> of course, it's kind of bad when I'm healing and when I think we're getting kind of low. I just turn tail and run. <laughs> Like, sorry, guys, I'm a natural rogue, so... You gotta pull a rogue. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't remember the instance I was in, but um, I, all I remember is we, we were down, and it was a lot of purplish colors in it, and it, it had to be Burning Crusade. And at, you know, we the the boss was in the, the middle of the room, and it had patrols that kind of walked around the room, and as the patrols got close to the door, you could pull them out of the room and fight them outside the room. But you couldn't do that to the boss. And so we had pulled all the ads or all the patrols rather out of there, killed them all off, and went in after the boss. And he was just he was spanking everybody. And I was throwing all my dots on him. I had my pet on. I had everybody out there. And you know, one by one, I'm watching people die, die. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be next. And sure as well, he starts coming over to me. And so the you know my first instinct as as a you know is to use death coil. Which is a, for a warlock, it's an instant cast spell that fears the mob, does damage to the mob, and returns health to us in the amount of damage that we did to the mob. So, did that, and that feared him for like three seconds, which was enough time for me to get off my next fear, and then, which was enough time for me to drain health, and so I was just basically fear-kiting this guy as much as I could. And he, and he died. Awesome. Now, while I might have not have done the most amount of damage on that boss, I did the last amount of damage on that boss. Nice. You know, so, and everyone's like, woohoo, the warlock killed the boss. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> you know, it was really funny the other day. We were in Halls of Stone. Yep. This is on Janiqua, so it's regular mode, not heroic or anything. Right. And we were struggling. We had died a few times. And the third time, you know, it's the one where they bring out all the extra... The extra mobs that you have to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, we had all wiped, and I'd actually release, and all of a sudden I get the achievement for downing the boss. <laughs> and they said that the extra ads had killed the boss. The extra ads killed the boss. How'd that happen? I don't know. That's crazy. I don't I mean I've done it several times where I've been one on one with a mob, and I just for poor timing, we both killed each other. It's kind of awkward. The old Rocky syndrome. Yeah. But do you know what my favorite, one of my one favorite things that happens is when dinging saves your life. Oh, yeah. As in you're out and you pull too many and you're trying to get everyone down and then you finally get one down and just like, you know, and it brings you up to full health and mana. Yeah, and it's like, it's on now. That's right. I've had that happen awesome. in a PvP situation. Oh. Back on, I guess it was Gorgonosh. Uh-huh. And I'm out there farming something or other and... Uh, you know, suddenly I'm being attacked by stupid horde person. Or I guess stupid other faction person, not necessarily stupid horde. Well, for you, stupid horde. For me, stupid horde person. And I'm like, oh, man. And he was like really just beating up on me. And the mob that I was killing died. I got XP, bing, I ding. Now I'm back to full health. And I'd been fighting this guy, and I already got him down to about half half health. And now I'm like... You're an idiot now because I just dinged and you're going down. And he tried to run away and I'm like, nope, curse of exhaustion. You can't run very fast anymore. Uh, no, by the way, you know, 
dot, 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 and here's my void walker coming over, and see ya. So that nice. was fun. That was fun. I, I enjoyed that. So it's always that little, yeah. 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 You just feel like, yeah. Now, at least for a warlock, one of the epic things to do is when you're PvPing somebody, and this could go for anybody, I guess, but when you're P- PvPing somebody and it's a good PvP, whether it's a duel or a real PvP on a server or whatever, is saving for a warlock, anyhow, the death coil for the very last thing, or whatever your major, you know, biggest hitting spell is, if you can save that for the last moment, when it's just like, you know, to the nail, you're, you're, you're even, you're, you're going at it, and you go, I've got this guy down, and you just kind of go, bloink, and it's that one last spell that just pushes it over the edge, and you, and you win. And you're kind of like, I saved that for the last because a lot of times, at least with a warlock, you start PvPing somebody, and they're going to start off with their death coil. Yeah, I end up blowing all my good stuff at the beginning. Why is that? I mean, I don't know. Just like the instinct, like the like, guy oh, get excited, and then right. I just and start like, mashing drop, buttons. Drop, 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 yeah. drop, and, and then he's like, "Okay, the fight's going to last more than more than five seconds." Yeah. So yeah, it's always fun just to to wait. And I guess for like maybe Hunter or somebody to to you know. Have somebody fall into one of your frost traps or whatever would be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't play a hunter. But I'm sure other classes have their, the equivalent of that cool spell that they can save for the last moment when they're PvPing somebody and they kind of go, ha ha. Yeah, like a stun. Yeah. Yeah. The very last moment, stun somebody. Yeah. That would be mean. You rogue. Now, what I like is this happened more on the PvP server way on Gorgonosh. When I would see somebody that was so high above me that I know they could just one-shot me. Right. And I always thought it was an epic win when they didn't, when they just danced with me instead. You know what I get as a warlock? Oh, because I'm, I'm a gnome. I'm a gnome. Well, you, you probably got it, I'm too. I'm a gnome. Did you ever get petted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of dancing, I'm they pet you like, oh, Well, if I, if I see a horde, see, what I would do is I would start stripping. Oh, nice. Because I can't fight them, so my gear's not going to help anyway. So I just figured, I was like, well, I'll just try this seduction, see if that works. <laughs> Half the time it would. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons I used to keep my succubus out, out on uh, on Gorgonite. So people could stare at her? No, so that if they attacked me, she would seduce them. Oh, oh and, I, the literal spell. Yeah, and then I would run away. <laughs> I have a picnic basket. Right, right. And I've pulled it out when I've seen a horde and see if they'll have a picnic with me. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they'll just, like, slaughter me anyways. But it's always funny if they do sit down there and they'll, you know, eat the food and we'll have the hearts above our head. Uh, and, yeah, it's really now, funny. do you remember when, um, I, I guess it was the, when the achievement system first started coming out and they had the the one achievement for hugging? Make love, not Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, yeah, that was that was... Then you have to like kill them and hug them as soon as they're on the no, ground. No, you have to you have to hug them before they release, which right. is tricky. Right. So, but you still have to kill them, which was. No, you don't have to kill them. It just has to be a body on the ground. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that part, but. Well, if you're in the battleground, then it's yeah. pretty much your group killing them, so it doesn't really matter. That's why I think I got mine on the battleground, because I think you told me to go to the battleground to get it. So. Yeah, I think it's more fun to collaborate than it is to always constantly killing horde. Right. Uh, it was really fun the other day in Ice Crown. I did the quest called Assault by Ground. I don't know if you've done it before. I don't think so. But in the middle, you know that section called Ymerhin? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with there the is, yeah. Right, with the Y. And there is a group of men down on the ground, and you can start a daily quest where you go and you follow them and they assault Ymerhin, right? Got it. So I started the quest, and apparently there was a horde that was flagged with PvP. Uh-oh. And they just started going after him. Oh, no. And I felt bad because his name was I Just Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can't attack somebody's name is I, I Just, just farm. farm. Leave him alone. So I didn't attack him. I could have I killed him pretty easily with, you know, six NPCs, NPCs by my side. But Yeah, it's always a bigger deal, I think, on a PvP server when the opposite faction comes over and helps. Oh, yeah. And that's always one of those things I kind of go, oh, that was kind of cool. It's warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And see, sometimes what I do, rather than killing them on my rogue, is just follow them around. <laughs> you know, maybe sap them here or there. Oh, that's just a Or just stand behind them so they never know if I'm going to kill them or not. <laughs> or I'll, like, you know, take off my daggers and just punch them so they're low health, but not actually kill them. 
That's crazy. It's more like torturing somebody instead of giving them a I remember, death. I remember one day I was in Stranglethorn Vale up by where the um, trolls are. And I had gone in. I was trying to farm them for something. I think I was doing a quest over there. And I got in a little bit of a skirmish with um, a horde. And suddenly there's this, and, and I wasn't 80 yet. And suddenly there's a 80 shaman, Torin, And he's just standing there. It's kind of like probably guilty. He's just standing there looking at me. And I'm standing there looking at him. And the person who had, I had the skirmish with is now standing off to their left, kind of looking at me too. And then one by one, the guy drops his totems. Like, boom. <laughs> boom. 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 And he's just looking at me. And I'm like, camp. <laughs> so I'm like, he's kind of like, I'm giving you fair warning. Because <laughs> normally, you know, they drop those totems all at once. You know, brum, they're down. Yeah. He's just like. Giving you a head start. Yeah, there. and I'm like, oh boy, because <laughs> I'm not taking him on. So I would have turned around and used my nitro boots to bolt out of there. Yeah, well. Yeah. That's but I'm you. a runner. Yeah. Another thing I like is when you find a rare mob just wandering around. Oh, it's always fun. So it's all, yeah. Although I've never really found anything good off a rare mob. Like, sure, they give you green item, but I've never really. Well, now, with, at least in it. Northern, there's achievements you can get for it. Yeah, and in Outland, too. Right, and so I like that because, you know, I've been with you several times where you're just running around and you go, hey, there's a rare over here. And then um, Ozzy told us about some of these, you know, like Silver Dragon and whatnot that tell you when a rare is around. And there That's are, true. And there are map overlays that you can get that tell you where the rares walk and where, or, you know, where they spawn from and where, the, you know, what their, you know, where the, what their paths are and everything. So when I'm bored sometimes, that's what I do. I go try to hang out where the rares are and see if I can't find one. And I haven't. And I know just like a couple of weeks ago, half was saying that he got yet another rare mount. So, well, or not rare mount, that. but a, but a, a, a rare, rare mob. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. It uh, You can get some false warnings, though. Like if you hit the wrong button, like you reload or do something that tells you that the rare is right there and it's not. And it's kind of like, oh, oh, it's not here. So, yeah, Silver Dragon. It's kind of cool. Now, one of my favorite things, too, is snatching something off the auction house and selling it for many times what you paid for. I love that. I really do, too. And fortunately, with auctioneer and with your auction house tips, this happens a lot. But there's just something very satisfying about seeing something for 100 gold, and you're like, you know what? I know that that would sell for 800 gold if I just take it. Right. And taking it, and then sure enough, you get a huge profit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's a little, it's happy dance time when that happens. It it, it really is. It, it just mm, makes my day. It does. And and I, I enjoy it. And that's one of the reasons I love giving all the auction house tips because that's a feeling I really like is, you know, turning nothing into a whole bunch of stuff. You know, so, you know, making a profit on that for, you know, I almost feel Ferengish from Star Trek, the Ferengi. They're all concerned about profit. That's their entire oh, motivation. Like the goblins. Yeah. Yeah. Even more so, though. Oh. But, you know, they actually have rules of profit and all this other kind of rules of acquisition, I guess it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I do get obsessed with making gold in the World of Warcraft. I don't know if you noticed that. I have more gold than you. I know. That's because I just bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, okay. But I'll have more than you soon. Don't all worry. All right. We'll see. Don't worry. Now, what I like, one of the things I really like is getting new, hard-to-get mounts or any other in-game item like like when I got old Iron Jaw. Oh, yeah. You can remember that face again. Yeah. 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 I still will. Cause Were you, know, you farming for that? Well, no. You're I, just chilling. No. I was just like, I was over, I was in Iron, I was in Iron Forge. Over in the, the four long, lorn, four lorn cavern. That's the one. Because mm-hmm. that's where the warlock trainer is. Mm-hmm. And the rogue trainer. And the rogue actually. trainer. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Same, same well, seedy yeah. little place. Yeah. Well, that's also where you you go redeem stuff for um, a lot of the in-game uh, items you get for from like BlizzCon or cards and stuff oh, like that. Oh, true. They have a little murloc there. Right. And right yeah. by that murloc, there's a body of water. Right. And so I'm like, I'm going to fish. I'm going to fish in here. And I'm like, fish. And I was what I was trying to do, I had something called Fishing Buddy 
or some add-on that I was using that basically would track what f- type of fish I was catching where, what my percentage okay. was. Okay. And it was like on the third or fourth cast was like the 17-pound catfish. Nice. I was like, wow, okay, that's different. And then I kept casting like five or six more casts later, old iron jaw. Nice. And that's why I think I I think I linked it to you then or something. Yeah, and that's an offhand. Uh, the seventeen pound catfish is. What is that old iron iron jaw do? I don't know. I have to go like I don't know. He might be. He could be out. He's in my bank, so I don't. Oh, I don't okay. Know. I keep him in there. And apparently he's still alive after all this time with no water, unless there's water in my bank that I don't know about. That's true. Maybe he drinks my mana potions that I have in there. Well, you know, I still have the albino drake, and you still don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about the albino. I don't want to talk about your violet drake. Oh, okay. I don't want to talk about hey, your you know, if you want the violet Kodo drake. dragon. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the violet drake, I mean, you're on your way now. And honestly, this this time around in Brewfest, they removed a lot of the requirements to get the title and the achievement. That's why I was able to do it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because you didn't have to get all the three pieces of clothing and That's right. dance. You didn't have to get drunk and fall 65 yards without dying. That's right. That's right. So I think when Christmas time comes, they'll make it even easier. And I think every, if they keep on this trend, every holiday they'll have a little less requirements. Do you have the red drake from Wormrest? Worm rest? Yes, I do. <sighs> do you have the black bear war mount? The, yeah, I have the war <sighs> bear. Do you have the war elephant? Or the war mammoth? mammoth? Yeah. Oh. How about the tiger? Not the war Aha, tiger. I have the war tiger. I have the regular tigers that you get from Darnassus. Ah, yeah, I don't have your black tiger. That's, that's cool. That's right. I got the black tiger. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know you got you got some stuff that I do that I do not barely because you got the barely. you got the that big old traveling mammoth. Well, that's call because that for there was a time period that I was trying to get the achievements, and I went out and I farmed rep and I did dailies and did whatever I needed to do just to get a certain amount of mounts. Right. So I do have a good quantity of them. Yes, you do. Right. And pets. And I made you a, a, a random mount macro. That's true. Then it got broken. Oh. oh they I do, that. do it again. That happens with macros and patches. Welcome, yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Always doing that. So <laughs> that's my world. So that's our little list of epic things in WoW. Epic wins. Epic wins in WoW. Add-ons are third-party programs that are used to enhance the World of Warcraft experience for the better. Root and Freckleface take time out to profile an add-on for their listeners. Now, this is an add-on you don't use. I asked you about this, and I'm surprised that you don't use it. Why? Because of how easy it makes things. All right, tell me about it. This is called Easy Mail. It's called Easy Mail from Cosmo is, is the actual title of it. Apparently, it used to be part of something else, but now it's its own little thing. And for each character, it remembers for it does a lot of things. It remembers different addresses. Like if I send you, because like right now I'm sending your characters different materials. Like when I go through uh, a, a, a dungeon and I disenchant something, I'm sending all that disenchant stuff to what vanilla? To, to, I was sending it to the wrong character. I want that. But all I gotta do is type in like JA and it fills in the rest. Okay. Because it knows who I sent it to. Um, so that's one of the things it does. I don't have to waste time putting a subject in there because it'll just put like the very first thing it finds to put in as a subject matter. So if I add something like uh, a dream shard, it'll make the subject matter dream shard. Well, the mail does that anyways. Yeah, but this is nicer. Okay. Um, I have a drop down list of frequent uh, addressees. Like if I, you know, send particular mail to particular people a bunch of times, I, I just I got a drop down list if I want to. Uh, one of the things I really like is that it's got a a check-all button. So a check-all? Yeah, I can, like, with one click of a button, I can get all attachments that are in my mail, which for me is a big deal because if I'm logged on to Fat Wallet and I've got 30 things come back, coming back from the auction, whether it's gold or items that I've won or items that I have not sold, instead of having to go through each particular item i click one button it's just ching 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 and it does it for me so that i really that's that's like one of my favorite features of it of, of the whole thing is it's the take all button it's really nice i can automatically delete mail so i can say read it and delete it 
So I don't have to have the mail in there and it's like, okay, I've read it, go back and delete it. So it just it really speeds up the mail aspect of the game. And when you do a lot of stuff in the auction house, you have to spend a lot of time in mail. And so if I'm going to be spending a lot of time in mail, I want to make that as fast and efficient as possible. So, oh, also, you, when it forwards mail, it actually adds um, like a little forward, like the FW colon. So you can tell something was forwarded to somebody, just like a regular old regular email client does in, in the real world. Uh, you can mark mail as read very quickly. Just, I mean, overall, it just speeds up. It, it turns the World of Warcraft mail system into more of a, more like what we would have in the real world. That's really neat because I have CT Mail Mod and it works in that it does let me check everything and take take everything at once, which I cannot stand if it doesn't have. I can't stand <laughs> the default mail. Right. Uh, but it still has some things I don't like about it. For example, it will only autofill names of people that I have on my friends list. Oh, this so, one does the whole guild. Yeah, so if I am sending stuff between... My alt, I have to add myself as a friend. Ah, oh, man. Save myself no. time. See, this one remembers who you sent it to. It, every Any member of your guild is automatically auto-completed. Yeah, and the forward thing, do you ever think it's awkward that the when something gets returned to you, it doesn't mark it that it is a return. It just comes up like it's a new mail. Like, let's say I send something to to you. Right. Um. And I don't open it for 30 days. You don't open it for 30 days, and it comes back for me. By that time, I can't remember that I sent it to you, so I'm thinking that you're sending me something. Why is he sending me this? Yeah, there's no notation on it. I know yeah. about that. But I've never not opened something from you. Well, this is just an example. I do that all the time with my alts. I've I, had that happen uh, to other people. Because I see something, but, oh, she sent me mail, and i got to open it, see what you said. Yeah, I do the same thing. And again, we always recommend using either the curse client or the, what is it, the... Um, Wow Matrix. Wow Matrix to uh, to up, keep your add-ons up to date and easily install, configure, remove add-ons. It's it's the way to go. I have them both still. I let them fight it out sometimes. How does that work? We like you update on one, and you go to the other one, and it's like sometimes they'll have newer versions on one that, that they don't have oh, on the other. Oh, I see. So it's it's interesting. You're like one of them will say, "Well, this." This add-on hasn't been updated in three months, and you look at the other one; it's like this add-on got updated yesterday. Oh, true. So I kind of still keep them both in there for that for that reason. So let them fight it out. It's kind of like putting a humidifier and a dehumidifier in a room. Just let them see who wins. See who wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and hey, Freckleface. What's that? We have a special guest in the studio today. We do. We do. I've been keeping uh, him behind the door over there. Oh no way! Way so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring our special guest in and let him make his little special announcement, and I think you'll you'll get a kick out of it. I know you're like teeming with anticipation now. I am, totally am. <laughs> Do you really think you have what it takes to join the dark side? Then join BeachOut.com, or I will crush your mind. Just kidding. But there is one thing I must tell you. I am your father. Or at least your uncle. Either way, go to beachout.com. Yeah, it was, was kind of cool because, you know, we, we, we did the promo for them last show. And the guy checked it out, loved it. And he goes, he goes oh, I've got something right up your alley. And, and we got Darth. Nice. Kind of creeped out that he's hiding over in the corner this whole time, though. You couldn't even hear him breathing, could you? No, probably I like know. farted just... or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> That's so... I can't believe. <laughs> I'm keeping that in the show notes. Each week, Hearthcast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell trade or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. I wonder if Darth Vader farts now. I'm just that's all about like I can't even think anymore. <laughs> Cuz I mean half his body. But I don't you know, my, any, everybody farts, that's a book. Okay. If you if you ingest anything, you have to fart. Well, he's got to ingest something. Well, 
to live. He farts. Farts with the force. He's got force farts. Forceful farts. Force force. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> My auction house. It was just a serious auction house tip, and now I'm all Darth Vader fart. <laughs> so anyhow. All right. My auction house tip. Like I said, this is a serious one, so it's all all jokes aside. Um right now, across all the realms that I know of, prices for high end items are plummeting. They're dropping. They are plummeting. And I mean people stuff that used to sell for what, five, six hundred gold is now two, three, one, who knows what. The promo Saranite is two Oh, two, forget about it. It's, it's like ten percent of what it used to yeah, go for. Like two weeks ago. It's yeah. just dropping. And there's a reason for this. And the reason is a very simple one. It's the law of supply and demand, which is how, you know, our auction house works in the world of Warcraft. With so many people that are hitting the high-end game, you know, they're finishing, they're doing ICC, they're getting the big drops, they're doing GDKPs, they're doing all this kind of stuff, and they're getting the stuff. So there's an abundance of availability of these items. And everybody's throwing them on the auction house. And what happens is you have people who don't fully understand how to make a good enough profit on the auction house. They think what they have to do is undercut. So they don't realize, you know, if you keep something the same price as the other person, yeah, they're both going to sell. If you have 10 items that are 10 gold apiece, then those all those items are going to sell for 10 gold apiece. But as soon as you get someone who comes in and goes, well, I'm going to sell it for 9 gold and 99 silver. Then someone's going to say, well, I'll save the one silver. I'm going to buy this guy's. So we get, we get into a, a horrible spiral of this undercutting, undercutting, undercutting. And now the price drops, like you said. 10, 20% over a very, very short period of time. Now, that being said, this also brings us to a very unique marketplace in the auction house. And this only happens a couple times, probably only happened now three times, I guess. Or maybe this is going to be the third time that this has happened. It's expansion time. Typically on expansions, people go back and they, they reevaluate their professions. Or a lot of people, including yourself, will level an alt. Now, when you level an alt, you're going to choose a new profession. Or if you, you know, reevaluate professions and you decide, hey, based on these patch notes that are, you know, on Cataclysm, um, this profession looks like it's going to be more to my liking. Now I'm going to change. I'm going to go be an inscriptionist now or whatever. So you got to start off at zero. But because you are, or the person is in-game level, if you will, then gold isn't as much of an issue as it was when they were a newbie first rolling their character coming up. So they know they don't want to go back and farm. They know that. They don't want to. That's why your buddy, I'm just a farmer, or whatever the guy was, is out there farming. Because he knows if he goes and gets items that are used in materials, whether it be you know herbs or mining materials or whatever, you know leather, whatever the case might be, you can then go put that on the auction house and people who are re-professionaling or where you're doing their professions, whatever the, the terminology is, or leveling a new character and a profession along with it will absolutely buy those materials off the auction house rather than going and farming for them themselves because they want to level their profession as fast as possible. So the niche market that it's created is lower level items. And it's real simple for me to take out uh, root, for instance, and go to the wetlands, and over by the wet, that place I used to farm all those raptors, where I spent weeks farming raptors there, I can now run through there, and you know kill a bunch of them, and and get their little lower level hides, and go throw them on the auction house, and they'll sell because people around the level forty range or whatever it is in that area, their profession they need that. You know, if they're a skinner, or not a skinner, if they're a, a leather worker or a, or a cloth or whatever that need that, that level uh, leather, they don't want to go kill 40 raptors. They want to go and buy two stacks of leather. And they're willing to pay top gold for it. So this is that, that market is created. That's why I said it's only happened a couple of times because it typically happens around expansions. When there are new races introduced or new events that are going to happen or people are just said, you know what? I've played my tank so long, I'm ready to switch to a healer. So let me go level a healer, and you know what? As a healer, I really think I should be an herbalist and a 
inscriptionist as opposed to like maybe there were a miner and a skinner before. So they're leveling their their healer, but now they just want to level the healer because they want to get that healer up to 80 before Cataclysm hits. And at the same time, they want the professions to go up, but they don't have time now because they're so concerned about trying to level that healer up that they don't have time to go farm for their materials to level their herbalism and inscription. They'd rather just go to the auction house and pay the gold for it. Because they know that they can just transfer more gold from their level 80 tunes. So it's a unique position where anybody who has the time and wants to make good gold can go out and actually farm some lower level items and throw them up on the auction house. Or, if you don't want to do the farming bit, the other thing you can do, and this is more fun for me, and I think more fun for probably you too, is where you go and you buy the onesies, twosies, and you just you put them in a stack. Because you have to remember that when somebody is all they're focusing on is leveling their profession, they want the most they can get the fastest they can get it. So they're going to buy the full stack. So they're not going to buy the onesie twosies. It's just not going to happen. They want the full stack, and whatever they're done with, they're either going to throw away, put back in the auction house, or go put it in the guild bank. One of one of the three things. You know, like when I did my finally finished up my um, first aid. I'm not going to go farm whatever cloth I needed. I'm going to the auction house. I'm buying the cloth off the auction house, and when I'm done with it, those stuff I had left over went into the guild bank because I don't need it anymore. Even my bandages, I'm like, I don't need them. I create all these bandages that I don't need because I just kept on level, 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 level. I had like 150 or something crazy amount of bandages that I didn't use. So the tip is there is is now just go back and get lower level items or group these low, lower level material items and throw them up on the AH because they're going to get bought. They're going to get bought quick. Now, I don't know if I would really recommend this as a tip, but I know what I'm doing, which is hoarding my high-end stuff. Now, why are you doing that? Because I think there's a chance it might go up. After so it's speculative. So the things that are dropping in price, I look, okay, right now, the only thing it's going to do is just keep dropping, for one. And I figure I might as well just hold on to it. It'll come back up. back up. And here's the reason it's going to come back up. Other characters are going to have to level their tunes up soon enough. Yeah. You know, there's going to be people who are always starting, who are always leveling. I mean, how many people might have an alt that they never leveled that now, once Cataclysm comes out and they hit 85 in like three days or whatever, mm-hmm. and they've done all the content in two weeks or whatever it takes, then they say, well, I'm done with that. You know, I had this uh, mage that I should go level, and I left them at about level 40. So let me go start leveling that mage up again. And now once it get to the area where, you know, in this case, you know, like the primordial serenite, they need that for whatever they need it for. I don't know what this stuff's even used for. But what, you know, now it's going to sell again, or then when they get to that point, it's going to sell again for the 500 gold, as opposed to the 100 gold or whatever it's selling for now. So that price, it will, but it's that's a long term. That is a long term investment. Right, which I'm fine with. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm sinking all my money into it. It's just rather than trying to cash out now, because on both Freckleface and Vanilla, I have about 50 Frost Emblems. Wow. And not a piece, and not really much that I can buy with gear, especially not when I'm thinking, okay, it's just going to be obsolete as soon as the expansion comes out. I could right now go and buy a bunch of Primordial Serenite and put it on the auction house. Right. Cash out my emblems. True. But I'm not. He's holding on to them. Holding on to them. I have a bunch of frozen orbs. Yeah. Don't know why. They used to sell for stuff. They they did sell and then they dropped and then it's coming back up now. And there's um an a uh I think it's a goblin in um Dalaran that'll buy them too. Yeah, he trades them for yeah. stuff. It's a gnome. Oh, is it a gnome? Yeah, he's on his little fine carpet. Maybe that's why I haven't found him. Because I'm looking for a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> No, he trades them for stuff. And that's another item that I'm speculating might go up again. Because if it's something that you're getting as reward for doing the end game content, which is right now, which is random heroic Wrath of Lich King stuff, right? Right. A frozen orb drops every time. True. Well, if you're level 85, you're not necessarily going to be doing those randoms anymore, which means there'll be less coming into the economy. 
unless frozen orbs drop with the rest of the stuff too. But I'm sure it won't. I'm sure whatever the next thing is, super frozen orbs will start dropping. That's true. But <laughs> well, and I kind of base that off of, and we talked about this last week the the moats and the primals as opposed to the crystallized and the eternals. Right. Right now, the moats and the primals go for a lot more than the eternals because to have to get them, you have to go back to Allen. You have to yeah. go go to the place that isn't giving you benefits and no one wants to go there. Which is the same concept of going back and farming the lower level right. islands. Exactly the right. same exactly. thing. So, so. That's, that's why that works. I mean, still don't know. I'm, I'm not keeping up with the beta stuff. I'm, you know, I'm listening to broadcasts and stuff like that, hearing what they have to say, but... Uh, it changes so much. It it does, and... I mean, it's good to be on the cutting edge of information, but, wow, a lot of stuff changes. I mean, I get excited. I hear something. I'm like, that's going to be cool. And then the next day, it's like, uh, yeah, we changed our minds. Yeah. Well, I'll wait for the patch notes to come out, and then I'll base my actions off that. Even on patch notes, I'm like, oh, it's going to be cool. And then they change their minds. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we were going to do that, but we decided not to. So, yeah. But, whatever. Well, that about wraps it for this week, Freckleface. Um, hey, you know what, everybody? Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website over at www.hearthcast.com, and you can participate in our show by calling the Hearthcast hotline at 321-558-7637, or you can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter and um, or use our website submission form. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, SwagDog.com, TavernCraft.com, Beats365, and BeachOut.com. And if you like what you heard, spread the word. Tell your friends and your guildmates. Rate us on iTunes, or just vote up the good comments if you don't want to even do that. All right, we got a lot of great We need to do that next week. We need to go over some of our comments we from do. iTunes. We, we got some really fantastic ones. We really appreciate everyone who's put in one, except for the one that says we do role playing. Yeah, we role playing and crazy have voices. Crazy voices. So which maybe you can vote down that comment if you like. <laughs> so until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface from Hearthcast.com.